Welcome to episode 63 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, people. Tuesday, the 10th of December, 2000. 2019. Only, only it's not again. It's not, people. I fooled you. Fooled you at the start, at the very start of this podcast. Um, it is, uh, it's Wednesday, people. I know. I know, I'm the bad guy again, people. I'm the bad guy again. Numerous factors have conspired um, for this debacle of timekeeping that I have uh, that I've fallen into into the last uh, couple of episodes. Um, I can only apologise, people. There was numerous factors yesterday that led to this. It is now four o'clock, four p.m. on the Wednesday. Ah, oh, I'm about 24 hours late again. Uh, back late last night, too late, up too early, sleepy this afternoon. You know, you know, it happens. Hey, I'm only human, people, aren't I? I'm only human. I can only do so much. This has been a weight around my neck for the last 24 hours. The nervousness. The anxiety. Hey, I'm so anxious right now, guys. So if you could just step off a little bit, that'll be great. Um, uh, yeah, I can only apologise, people. Um, but I'm here now. That's the main thing, isn't it? I'm here for you, for your listening pleasure. Um, so, yeah, it's Wednesday. Um, I've had a couple of gigs this week already. Uh, I've got one tonight in Nottingham at the Nottingham Canal House. Uh, a bit of new material slipping out. The same stuff I did last time that's been tinkered with a little bit. Really, Ben? You've not got round to finishing that yet? Well, I think so. I think so, people out there, yeah? Even though the podcast is late, I am, um, you know, I'm still cracking on with the new material. There we go. Trying to be a good boy. Trying to be a good boy for Santa Claus, who's coming. Uh, allegedly... I don't think we get any young listeners out there, do we? If we do, they're learning a lot of swear words on this. Um, yeah, he's a judgy fuck, isn't he? Santa Claus. You know, it's almost like... It's almost like your parents are trying to manipulate you into being good, aren't they? Get on the good list, not the naughty list. Who is this judgy Santa Claus guy who decrees... Who is a good person and who has been a bad child? You know, who is he? Hey, he's like a godlike figure who gives out toys, isn't he? Dependent on whether he decrees you're a good person or a bad person, which also seems to align, oddly enough, with how rich your parents are. <laughs> Unusual that, isn't it? That's one of the biggest blows, isn't it? One of the biggest blows. Do any parents actually, before I start on that, do any parents actually enforce the good-bad uh, rule? You know, a week before um, Christmas and the kid goes and spray paints something on the wall and then suddenly they're getting fuck all but an orange on Christmas Day. Really, they're going to invest in all that? They're not going to make it up? Do any parents do that these days? I don't know. That's a 1970s, 1980s parents thing to do, I think. These days, the kids will just sit on the naughty step, just having a time out, having a bit of a breather before they can 
cause more chaos. Oh, calm down, Ben. Calm down, Ben. You're not even a parent. Um, but that is one of the first blows, I think, within life, is finding out that Santa Claus isn't real. I know. People out there, spoiler alert, as they say. <laughs> if anybody is listening and still believes in Santa Claus, I'm sorry. He's made up. I'm sorry to bring you this bad news that he doesn't exist. There is not an old fat man. The stress that would be put on that old fat man on of a Christmas Eve every year. He must fucking dread it if he was real. The stress and anxiety he would go through. Just delivering every single toy to every single Christian child. And maybe some other denominations, depending on how liberal the parentage is and how much they want their kids to be included. But the amount of stress, year upon year, Christmas Eve going out there, fueling up the old reindeer, getting everything ready, and he's got to do it all in one night. Ah, that's a hell of a night shift, that. All over the world doing that. You just wouldn't want to go. And every year he he allegedly does it. (laughs) You'd just call in sick, wouldn't you? Some years you'd be like, oh, fuck this. You'd start hating it around about September time. After the summer, when the nights start kicking in. You've got to go out when it's dark and cold as well. Oh, that's the worst thing. This time of year is the worst thing for that. But, um, yeah. Oh, you just, ah, oh, September, it'd be looming, wouldn't it? Oh, only three more months and I've got that fucking awful night shift coming up. Awful. Um, but that is one of the, uh, that is that is the, the first reality check in life as a Christian person finding out that Santa Claus doesn't exist. It's that then realising that you ain't as smart as you think you are when you do your exam results. Then you've got to start work and you realise you've got to deal with all that fucking politics and bullshit that goes on there. Then the people that you like don't like you, do they? The people you fancy, hey, she looks like a nice lady, stroke man, stroke whatever type of uh, person that I'm attracted to. I wonder if they'll like me. No, they don't. They won't. So you settle. <laughs> you settle for someone who you're vaguely attracted to. Then you have. Uh, then you get married. That's not what you think. Then you have kids. They're fucking annoying, aren't they? And then you're still trudging through that day job every single day. The alarm goes off. You're waking up, aren't you? Thinking, oh, fucking Jesus Christ, another day. Come on. The weekend can't come soon enough. You start get to that stage where you're wishing away your life. Just let these hours go quick so I can get through it and get home. And have two days off, 48 hours, just a 48-hour break from the monotony of this. Then your grandkids come along and all they want to do is take your money. On presents, take up more of your time until eventually, eventually, if you're lucky enough, you retire. And then all you've got to do is count down the day. Any minute now, one of these days is going to be my last. One of these days, 
is going to be my last day on this planet. And you look back on your life and it's just regret after regret after regret and disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. And it all started. It all started with finding out that Santa Claus wasn't real. I don't know. <laughs> That's what you got to They build you up with this myth of Santa Claus. He's on everything. Advent calendars, fucking baubles. You're surrounded by lies as a child. And when you find that out, you find out it's your parents. You're not that bothered because you're still getting the presents. But it comes back to haunt you years later. This is where it all started. This right here, this fucking bearded fat fuck. This was the first lie. Ah, I don't know, people. I'm getting a little bit deep there, I think. Are you okay this week, Ben? I'll be getting uh, <laughs> more messages. Hey, Ben, just checking you're okay, man. You okay, hun? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, uh, dear. Uh, anyway, so that's Santa Claus. Um, Jesus. Uh, it's a bit cold and rainy out at the minute, I tell you. Oh, cold, rainy and windy. I've had, uh, I've had issues this week. I'm fucking just losing things and breaking things this week. A little fence at the front of my house that got fucking blown over by the uh by the wind yesterday ah parking outside somebody's house yesterday and somebody's clattered my fucking wing mirror and lost a and lost a wheel trim that's never a good look right i'll try and look after my car as you well know it's cost me money this month um and look after it and now it's running around without a wheel trim on that just that to me just shows poverty. You've got if you've got all the wheel trims off your car and you've just got the black wheels, that could be a conscious decision. One wheel trim off seems to suggest that you've just given up with that automobile, doesn't it? You've just given up. You've just thought, oh fuck it. It's got to the stage where I just can't be bothered to keep it nice anymore and I'm going to run around the window's going to get next that'll be the next thing the window I'll have a bag over it you'll have sticky ta it'll have sticky tape over the uh the headlight and then the next minute you know you got a fucking dog permanently in the back just tearing at one of the seats and it's over any chance of that car being decent again is over Rather ranty start to the old podcast. Uh, I'll tell you why there's a bit of a ranty start to the podcast. I've got a bit of a niggle in my back. But apart from that, um, I've been oh, I've been all over the killer documentaries again, people. I know. As recommended to me um, by an avid listener to the show. Avid listener. Avid listener to the show. Uh, I watched the Dream Killer documentary. Now, I don't know if you've watched this documentary yet, but it is compulsive viewing for the serial killer fan out there um, or the killer fan or really just how the uh, US justice system is totally fucked. Totally, totally fucked. Um, amazingly fucked. I can't believe, you know, you watch that making a murderer thing and you think, well, 
This is fucking terrible. This Dream Killer one is... Uh, it's, I, I, I would usually say I won't give too much away, but I will. I'll chat a little bit about it. I um, Basically, um, there was a murder two years later. Some geezer like, can't picture the night together, so he decides to frame himself and his mate for the murder. <laughs> and the people, uh, the guy who gets framed for it, uh, I think his last name's Ferguson. I forget his name now. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, that's it. Ryan Ferguson. Ryan Ferguson. Yeah. He spends about 10 years in prison uh, for a crime he didn't commit. He is the... Here's the A-team. The A-team of the uh, Netflix documentaries, all in one. Um, because his mate opened his trap and uh, admitted they didn't kill the guy. And uh, this this young little middle-class white boy has to do 10 years in prison. Um, and <laughs> it gets a little bit white men can't jump when he... Uh, uh, says about how uh, uh, he gained respect in prison uh, through um, basketball. He's going to say that. He's probably shanking people left, right and centre. <laughs> you tell him I'm good at basketball. I don't know. But it's a fucking eye-opener on the whole judicial system in the US and how the, um, the prosecution or the defence, they had an eyewitness who uh, afterwards said, yeah, it wasn't him. But nobody asked her in court whether she could see the person who did it in court. So they just naturally assumed uh, that was okay. And uh, he gets fitted up for it. And his mate just fucking made it up completely. His mate's a fucking fantasist. Was fed information by the police again. Ah! Oh, that's a surprise. And... Um, Fucking, yeah, just pinned it on his mate and he spent 10 years in prison. I mean, he gets a hell of a payout, but 10 years in prison, you could see, you could see it had changed him. He's institutionalised, man. It was like uh, Morgan Freeman at the end of Shawshank. He's an institutionalised man. Um, but yeah, spent like, I don't know. There's a bit of a payoff there. He comes out with, what, $10 million dollars. And then a million dollars for every year that he's spent in prison. Uh, let's have a little bit of tea. Yeah, so he's, he gets a million a year for every year he's spent in prison. He comes out with a $10 million lump sum and then another million pound bonus or whatever. So he comes out with $21 million, $21 million for 10 years in prison and he's set for life. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's not a bad deal. If I could take that option, he went in when he was 19, came out when he was 29. Yeah, you got 10 years of shit. Getting back to the Santa run earlier. If you knew you could, you were going to take 10 years of shit in prison that you'd have to deal with people being fucking shanked in the throat in front of you, you know, playing basketball, having to be good at basketball. <laughs> so you gain that respect. 10 years, if you knew after 10 years, you'd be getting $21 million. He didn't know at the time. But I'm thinking theoretically here, people. What would you take? I'd take the 10 years in prison. I would take that 10 years in prison, knowing that the rest of my life, I'm just going to be fucking 
sorted for that $21 million. Ah, he says almost burping. I don't know. It's a payoff, isn't it? It's a definite trade-off. But, um... Yeah, it's a it's a fucking interesting documentary. The defense lawyer, I don't know, man. He's fucking retarded as fuck. You can just see their faces at certain moments, like his family's faces going, well, this was a mistake. Get ready for the chess, and uh, you might as well just be holding up a lightning rod right now. Jesus. Uh, but it's well worth well worth a watch. Um and just to uh, just to see how uh, how the U.S. justice system, if they want to fucking pin you for something, I imagine the same things happened over here. We had the Birmingham Six or whatever, didn't we? Who were fitted up with shit, and people get fitted up with crap all the time. But Jesus, it seems epidemic in the states. They're certainly they're certainly getting the numbers up on convictions out there. Jesus. Uh, anyway, you know. I don't know. It's all fake news, man. It's all fake news. Um, yeah, so, like, he essentially got convicted by fake news by his friend. Uh, to bring it up to date, this happened in 2001, and he's, he was out in 2011. It fucked the little guy up a little bit, as I'm sure it would. Um, talking of fake news, we've had... Uh, you don't know what to believe these days. You literally don't know what to believe these days. We've had the coat saga in this country. Not quite the same as a serial killer being fitted up. There was a little kid who had his, uh, he was about a four-year-old kid, has his photo taken sitting on a load of coats being treated in a hospital because they didn't have any hospital beds. Ah, oh, man. This is the corruption in our country, people of America. You can empathize with us now. People in the States, we have it too over here. Yeah, little kid, picture taken of him. That goes viral, obviously, because there's a little kid not in a hospital bed. Um, the, our prime minister refuses to look at that picture as a, a journalist is showing him that and uh, put, eventually puts the journalist uh, picture in his own pocket, uh, the photo, uh, the, fa the fucking phone in his own pocket. Spit it out, Ben. Spit it out, son. Um then he dispatches somebody to um, the hospital in question and um, uh, to sort out the the the, the uh, situation just to show that he cares. An emergency call out of some sucker. Hey, I'm starting to look like a like a fucking bastard here. Go and send somebody out. I'm starting to look like a bastard because I'm being a bastard. That's essentially what it is. Uh, they dispatched somebody, some minor Tory, um, and then um, somebody is assaulted by an alleged Labour. Um, they're the other guys, by the way, people of America. We've got Tories and Labour. Uh, they're they're dispatched by a uh, they're um, assaulted by a uh, a Labour guy, or so he says. That turns out to be bullshit. And then somebody tweets a tweet that um, the kid sitting on the coats was all made up. Um, that person, then that does the rounds on Twitter and everybody thinks it's all made up, the picture uh, of the kid on the coats. Uh, then that is 
decreed to be a lie. It's found out that the the Twitter account that's come from is uh, somebody who is um, in some way related to the Tory person that they sent out to the hospital who made uh, the story about the punching. So it's spin on spin on spin this week. Yeah, fuck it. Jesus Christ. Could they be any more unscrupulous? I mean, I'm not particularly political people. You know, I'm on the outside looking into all this. I'm on the outside of the fishbowl watching all the lies. But fuck me. And they're going to get in. They'll get in on Thursday, won't they? Why don't you vote then, Ben? I'm out on the outside. I've already said that. Um... Yeah, so, oh, God, man. It's fucking lies upon lies upon lies. That geezer needs fucking knocking out. Then the woman whose account it came from claims she's been hacked. It's difficult to be hacked when you post that and then your friends comment on it and then you react to those comments about that tweet, you know. And then spam bots or whatever, tweet bots, is that what they're called? They just set up loads of tweet bots to retweet it millions and millions of times. So that goes around the world. So nobody knows where they are now. And everybody reading that, depending on their political stance, uses one side or the other. If you're Labour, you're using the coats, the kid on the coats. If you're a Tory supporter, you're uh, using the lie about the uh, kid sitting on the fucking coats i know it's all very confusing people i know in essence don't believe anything you read on twitter or on facebook or anything wasn't life a lot simpler before that came along i don't know ben i'm in my 20s it's always existed oh okay well it was let me tell you let me tell you it was um let's have a little bit of a change shall we uh, from all this highbrow political shit, the lies, the lies, talking about lies. Ah, oh, seamless, this segment, seamless, talking about lies. We've got a bit of advertising, people. Uh, let's read the advertising. Tons of Christmas Tinsel.com. Tons of Christmas Tinsel.com literally have tons of Christmas Tinsel. Say you cannot explain how much. I cannot. I'll tell you what, people. I cannot explain how much Christmas tinsel they have. Tinsel in every shade, colour and degree of sparkle. They've got red tinsel, yellow tinsel, blue tinsel, even tinsel coloured tinsel. They have tinsel for white people, tinsel for black people, tinsel for Asian people, Tinsel for people who don't class themselves as white, black, or Asian people. Explain again how much you can't believe how much tinsel they have. I cannot, people, cannot believe how much tinsel uh, they have. Over 18 million types of tinsel at tonsofchristmastinsel.com. They've got straight tinsel, bi tinsel, gay tinsel, lesbian tinsel, uh, tinsel for people who have exper- experimented uh, with gayness and then gone back to being straight tinsel. Tinsel for people who don't even class themselves in those tinsel categories. It doesn't matter who you prefer to fuck or not fuck. They have the tinsel for you. Even if you hate tinsel, 
They've got tinsel for you. Now, as if that wasn't inclusive enough, they have released a new every denomination of faith range. They have a in stock right now. Jewish Christmas tinsel, Muslim Christmas tinsel, Hindu, Sikh, Buddhist, and that weird one where they all think they're lizards, Christmas tinsel. Due to an unbelievably naive and ultimately flawed business plan, tons of tinsel com need to sell all their stock by the 25th of December or risk bankruptcy. So they are offering a buy one, get one free on all tinsels. That's right, people. Buy one ton of tinsel and get a whole other ton of tinsel absolutely free. Visit www.tonsofchristmastinsel.com and Enter promo code. Oh, fuck. I got a shitload of tinsel. And if I don't sell it, I'm going to lose the wife and the house and be forced to hang myself with my own overordered tinsel. That's promo code. Oh, fuck. I got a shitload of tinsel. And if I don't sell it, I'm going to have to uh, lose the wife and uh, the house and be forced to hang myself with my own over-ordered tinsel. Enter that promo code on exit after your order after visiting turnsofchristmastinsel.com. Boom. That is the advertising done for this episode. Um, sounds good, man. Going to get myself some tinsel. Uh, let's have a look at... Um, as if there wasn't enough weird shit going on in the news anyway. You know, I always do a bit of a weird fucking fucked up news story at the end. But Jesus. Life is imitating art, people. Is this art? Who knows? Uh, here we go. Man pulls giant 32-foot tapeworm out of his bottom while using the toilet. Now, it's got a warning on here, people. Graphic content. Well... Let's have a look. This is the disgusting 32-foot-long tapeworm a horrified man pulled out of his anus while using the toilet. Jesus Christ. I bet he, it looks like part of his intestines. 32-foot. That must have taken a while. A while to pull out of one's rectum because that's going to give a bit of a fight, isn't it? You know, that ain't coming out easily. I bet he was... Fucking, you know, it's like a tug of war. He's trying to crawl back in. He's pulling on it. It's not just going to slide out of yourself. Chrisada Rapratum. That's a hell of a name. 44. Felt something sticking out of his bottom. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody fucked me while I'm asleep again. Is that a condom? And uh, yesterday and soon yanked the live parasite free. The repulsed father. You are repulsive. Uh, through Udon Thani in northeastern Thailand, described its texture as sticky and stretchy. Uh, what about the tapeworm, me old booty? Wait! Uh, I felt like I wasn't finished defecating, like something was left. Yeah, there's a fucking 32-foot tapeworm still to come out. Oh, fuck. Turns out there was something sticky out, sticking out of my bottom, the freelance photographer said. No wonder he's got a photo of it. There's him having a selfie with the old... <laughs> <laughs> Surprised he hasn't got a selfie with it. Me and my tapeworm just hanging out at the beach. Uh, turns out there's something sticking out my bottom. Let's have a look. Christy took the snaps and then flushed the slithering parasite down the loo. Here's where it gets a bit strange. 
uh, where it said, he's got very long nails. If that's his hand that he's taken a picture of, he has very, very long nails. They look like female hands. You know, not nice female hands, but they look like he's got very long nails. I know. I'm judging. Hey, he might just like long nails. I'm surprised he may even need those long nails. This may be an everyday occurrence that he's just shitting out tapeworms on a daily basis and needs the nails just to get a little bit of purchase on them. I don't know. Um, but yeah, fucking, yeah, he's taken a few photos of it there. Uh, I just finished dropping my child off at school. There's a euphemism for shitting and ransom errands when I had to <laughs> go for a number two. I don't think he said that. He's from Thailand. Is he from Thailand? Have I said that? Yeah. He's from Thailand. I don't think they use the term number two. I got up to see what it was. Wriggling in uh, brackets, wriggling in his stomach. He said the worm, which he estimated to be 32 foot long, slithered on the system. Oh, man. Oh, it looks fucking rank. It looks remarkably clean, though, for coming out of an arse. Does he rinse it or something? I don't know. But the dad is unsure how it got inside of him in the first place. Tate worms are flat, ribbon-like worms that can live in your gut if you swallow their eggs or small, newly hatched. Oh, man. Tate worms infections are rare in the UK. Fucking thank God. But are rare, fairly common in other parts of the world. Other people out there. I know there's uh, people from that part of the world. Indonesia. India, maybe. Look out for the old tapeworms out there, people. Yeah, they are very long, weird nails. Why is his little finger nail is fucking really long? Ugh, it looks fucking rank. Yeah, Jesus. Cut your fucking nails while you're at it, you dirty fucker. You dirty tapeworm shitting asshole. <laughs> the worms can occasionally spread to other parts of the body and cause serious problems. 32 foot. But most are easily treated and won't cause serious problems. Jesus. Tapeworms can grow to 55 foot long, can survive in the intestine as long as 25 years. Jesus. He said afterwards, I am hungry as fuck right now. <laughs> pulling it out like a fucking magician, pulling flags out of his fucking sleeve. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I live in the UK, where they're rare. I don't know. I might be pulling one out tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, talking about pulling things out of their ass, I've fucking gone and done it with this episode, and I banged it out 31 minutes. Look at that. Just clicked over. Um, this has been episode 63 of the Ben Briggs podcast. It is now 4.30. I've got to be at a gig at about half seven. So I better get a wiggle on like that fucking worm. Um, I will be back on Saturday, uh, motherfuckers. So I'll speak to you then. Have a good rest of your week. Take care.